That is quite okay. <laughs> hey, kids. Good to see you here. And hey, kids, to you it's, um, at home too. Give me a wave. <laughs> you know, I actually can't see you, but I'm imagining that you're waving back at me. So hi at home and hi to you guys here. You know, holidays, they're coming to an end. Who's going back to school next week? Who's going back to school at school next week? <laughs> Who's going back to school at home online? Well, this week, this coming week, if you're online. Who's going to school at home at home? Because they normally go to school at home. <laughs> well, I just wanted to pray for you guys because we've had big, long holidays. And maybe this week you've been thinking about school uniform, maybe your parents have been out buying new school uniform or you've new shoes because your shoes don't fit anymore. Um, maybe you're feeling a bit worried about going back to school. Uh, it's different. Maybe you're studying kindy and it's all new or changing school um, or just feeling a bit nervous about getting back into things. But you know what? Jesus loves you. God loves you. And he is with you every step of the way, every moment of the day. And so I want to pray for you. I want to pray for your parents because I reckon there might be parents that are finding things challenging with how school's going to work. Um, pray for the teachers and all the people that are involved in going back and that's this big change that's happening this week with finishing holidays and um, going back to school. So let me pray for you guys. Maybe close your eyes and just keep your body still and listening, thinking about Jesus and how he loves you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your great love for us, for your children. Jesus, you showed us how much you love children and um, how you just want to draw them close to you. Father, I just pray as we head into school uh, this week, it is challenging. Things are different and that can make us feel worried um, and unknown. But Lord, you are there with us. And so I pray that you can give us peace in our hearts, give us confidence and courage to step into the new things that we might have to step into. Um, Lord, I just pray for parents. This is a hard time because it's just different. Um, it might be complex with how school works online and trying to navigate work and school or some kids in school and some kids at home. It's just a tricky time, Lord, but you are with us too. And so I just pray that we can look to you for direction and guidance, um, knowing that you love us deeply and that you can provide us with direction. Father, I pray for the teachers as they go back, because that's tricky too, um, all different types of um, situations and having to work online as well or work in person. It's all just so different. But Father, give them wisdom um, and ideas about how to be engaging and get to know the new kids in their classes. And Father, I pray for the, the um, parent teachers, the ones that are school, um, that are doing school at home that are both a parent and a teacher, Lord. Give uh, them the time to navigate through all of the starting school things that they have to do and getting the ball rolling for school. Lord, I just thank you. I just thank you for your deep love for us, that you are with us every step of the way, that you um, enable us and that you can uh, give us strength and courage and wisdom in all things. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God is good. I invite you to stand. Let's just take this time to uh, focus on God, who He is, what He's done, praise Him. Just orient our minds and our hearts and our emotions.
just lay them before Him and ask Him to come. And just enjoy being with Him. In the darkness we were waiting Without hope, without light Till from heaven you came running There was mercy in your eyes To fulfill the law and prophets To a virgin came the word From a throne of endless glory To a cradle in the dirt promise that you are the same yesterday, today and forever. You are the rock on which we can stand. That when the wind and the waves come, we don't need to be shaken by them, but we stand firm in who you are, in what you've done for us. You are our living hope. We thank you for the words that we just sang, that death was conquered victory was made when you just burst from that tomb and you call us to live resurrected lives because you are alive in us thank you Jesus for your love for your victory for your ongoing work in and through us and Jesus we just thank you that you are the Lord of this church and that you continue to sustain and guide us in all that we do. I will just pray for all those who are online now or listening to this later on, that you would touch their lives too, that they'd know your presence, that they'd be revived in all that they are going through. Thank you, Lord, that you are here amongst us. And Lord, as we look to you now, just pray that you open up our hearts open up our minds that we just be aware of your sweet voice speaking touching us revealing something new challenging us as we continue to follow you to walk after you to go where you go we pray this in Jesus name Amen You may be seated. Just just before we get into um, sharing about uh, missions, giving for this year, and uh, all that we feel feel led to, I just feel uh, in my heart just to to share something that I feel like the Lord's been uh, speaking uh, to me this this morning as we've been worshiping and as we've been hearing the the kids' story, um, and, and that is simply this that. The song said that we sang at the start that we weren't made to just survive, but we were designed to thrive. We were designed to thrive, and part of that thriving, part of that not just surviving, is coming together, is encouraging one another, is being the church. And I know that there's 
been a lot of questions around church at the moment and some people say, well, why are we meeting? And I just want to say, I think the question why has been answered and is a (laughs) no-brainer because we're designed to meet. Uh, It's in the meeting and the gathering that we uh, sense his presence, that we encourage one another, that we hear the voice of Jesus amongst us. And so it's not so much a matter of why, but perhaps how. And the how is a a good question, how we gather. And I know uh, many of you uh, are online and and choosing to to watch this online. My, My question is, how do we gather? How do we be community so that we thrive? How might we do that? And I was talking with um, uh, a family that has COVID uh, in our midst, and I was really encouraged uh, as I was on the phone to them because they said there have been dozens of people from our church that have reached out to them uh, in, in the midst of what they're going through. And I was just, I was chuffed to bits to hear that news. But again, it's, a, it's, it's just how we're designed to be, to reach out. And so I want to say, if you're feeling isolated, uh, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling like it's very difficult for you to meet, to commune, to have fellowship, the question might be, how might we either reach you or how might you reach out to us uh, in order for us to thrive, for us to be all that we're called to be? So... May that be encouragement to you if you're um, choosing to be away or if you're here with us. How might we reach out to those who are part of our fellowship, who are part of this church, who aren't here? Or if you're um, away, how might you reach out uh, to, to us so that we can thrive, so that we are all that we are designed to be, which is in community together. So that's just what I wanted to share with you. Hope you're encouraged in that. Uh, this morning we're talking about missions and I'm going to get Andrew up here with me. Andrew is in charge of missions in the church. We've got a bit of a, a duo uh, talk this morning as we're going to uh, go between us and share uh, our heart for the, for the mission of the church. As Wayne said, this church has a rich history of giving to missions and being very generous uh, in reaching out to others. And I was just thinking about the story and, and the way that um, Kathy so beautifully talked about uh, that story in the Bible about the, the, the friends who just didn't let barriers get in the way. And, and we have barriers uh, in our lives, in the climate at the moment. How might we be creative in thinking about how we reach out, how we present Jesus to a world that really needs him right now? Uh, you know, there are a lot of hurting people. There are a lot of struggling people, not just overseas, but in our midst, in our neighbourhood. And how might we bring them to the reality of who Jesus is and what he's done for them? And so we just wanted to uh, share this morning uh, locally mission, but also overseas mission. And I'm going to hand over to, to Andrew to start us off. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Sam. You really said Ali then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look like Ali. Okay, welcome everyone. It's great to, um, to be together and uh, welcome to Mission Sunday where we're going to give you a bit of an update uh, on the vision and what's been happening in missions through the Hills CFC. Um, just before we get on to that, 
I just thought I might share quickly a couple of personal things. It's funny that today is a theme about roofs because I'm actually in the process of painting my roof this weekend. And uh, yesterday I was I spent from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. fixing tile tiles, cementing them together, and doing the pointing and cleaning and painting. And so I feel like I'm about 95 years old. <laughs> so if you see me groaning or if I look a little bit flat, that's why because I can barely stand up. But anyway, trying to I was up at seven this morning trying to put a little plastic up to protect, and the wind's blowing it, and I'm tape tapes going. Oh, anyway totally off topic, but I'm completely exhausted. <laughs> anyway, um, just before we do look at some, uh, some photos and give an update, I was really encouraged last week when Sam gave a very simple message about putting the kingdom of God first. Um, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. And when Sam was speaking, the word first just reverberated in my head, first. And I thought, that's something I know, but I needed that reminder especially at the start of the year. Sam was saying in that, in that talk, you know, sometimes you look at the year ahead and all the things you need to do and you can have this kind of, oh, kind of feeling inside, not an empowered, energised feeling. And I was feeling a little bit like that when I was thinking about work, responsibilities, things to do around the house, um, just family responsibilities, financial thoughts, and just putting it all together and thinking about all the things I had to do, I was just feeling a little bit um, exhausted. How's it all going to fit in? Um, but then when Sam was talking about putting the kingdom of God first, it really reverberated in my head. And that week I was thinking a little bit about you know, this Sunday and, and missions. And as I stopped and thought about putting God first, I suddenly realised I've got a million and one thoughts, but what about those people around me that don't know Jesus? And what about praying for those, those people and looking for opportunities to share my faith? And that had been kind of put to the back burner because I've got so much to do. And it was just draining me. It wasn't giving me a feeling inside like, yeah, I'm looking forward to this year. And so when I actually stopped and thought about that, it gave me back that excitement about life and about purpose. And... Um, I guess it kind of leads into missions because sometimes missions we think about as this kind of overseas thing. Uh, often it's to do with giving finances. But I guess that stems out of this heart to share the gospel, to you know, reach out to people around us uh, with the message of God's love and forgiveness. So today we're going to be thinking about the overseas but also about our local area and then even at a smaller circle, just your immediate circle of influence. You know, who are those people around you who maybe you've, you've prayed for for years or maybe, you know, for me, there's lots of people around but sometimes I'm too busy to see them. So I'm, I'm going to really, I'm challenged myself this year to first of all seek the kingdom of God, really spend that time praying, reading the word and just having that eternal perspective on, uh, on the lives of those people around me. So thank you, Sam. Was encouraged last week and uh, need that continual, I guess, uh, encouragement and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, accountability in a group setting that I'm actually doing that because I'm, I don't know, the older I get, the, just the more things are on my plate to do and it's easy for God and his things to get shuffled off a little bit. So in another month, Sam, so how's it going with that <laughs> keeping God first thing? All right. Um, 
So yes, I will hand back to Sam now because he's going to talk a little bit about mission in our local area and then I'll give a bit of an update about some of the international things. Thanks, mate. And uh, Andrew, not Ali, um, <clears throat> just mentioned there that mission isn't just an overseas thing and I think what we've been trying to do over the last little while is to help us as a church realise that mission is what we are involved in every day. Andrew just outlined that and I was just reminded as you were saying that when, when Dan Pieslack came and shared with us, he encouraged us to pray and think about people in our lives that would be our personal mission to be bringing them to Jesus. Again, what, what are the obstacles in the way of us actually continuing to pray, continuing to seek and see um, opportunities to actually reach out and share the hope of Jesus with them? So... Um, we at the Hills, um, last year, we, we talked about um, this idea of, of opening up a local mission and for us to be thinking about the outside, our local community, as well as just overseas. So we're, we're you know, getting, getting rid of that barrier. And um, we are aware, aren't we, that the world at the moment, you're not allowed to do much and there's, there's, <laughs> there are some obstacles there are some obstacles to what we might traditionally have done. But I want to challenge us and to think, well, rather than think about what we have always done, what might be a new perspective? What might the Lord be speaking to our hearts and leading us in, in our local area? And rather than that be just something that comes from the top down, the church is saying we're going to do this, the church is, the leadership are saying we're going to do this, we purposely are opening this up for ideas, for the Spirit of God to be working amongst us as individuals, whether in our spheres of influence, our local neighbourhoods, our families, having that ear of receptivity open to, hey, what's happening in the lives of somebody? What's happening in this area in our community? Might that be something that the Lord is actually asking us as a church to engage in. And so we're actually looking to you as the church community and you guys online as you're thinking about this and listening to this too, to be at, through the year, uh, or even now as, we're, as we, we pray at the end of this, the, the Lord might just bring something to mind. He might bring a person, a situation, uh, an area, might be to do with the school, might be to do with your neighbourhood, might be to do with a need that you're involved with in your work situation. And it might be, hey, hang on a minute, is the Lord actually calling us as a church to, to engage in that and, and to be open to that? I was, think, I was thinking about this with um, this building and how it came about. Remember how we were unable to meet in the high school anymore and that was something that we'd just always done. We'd, we'd just always done that and this is what we we're expecting and it came, it was an outside thing that happened to us that then made the opportunity open for us to be in this facility that we're in now and it's the same with this idea of, of local mission we're in a, a pandemic and we can't do what we had always done before but in what ways are we open to the next opportunity that is available within this world that we live in and within um, what, what's happening around us. So I really want to encourage you as a church 
this year to be open to the voice of the Spirit. It might, you might just be having a conversation with a neighbour. You might be in your workplace. Uh, you might be down the shops and you notice something. And it's, and it's just that, that little voice of the Spirit. We, we, want, we want to hear that. We want to um, have those ideas and thoughts um, brought to the team and just, hey, how could we as a church really reach out uh, in our local mission? So just having a, um, a bit of a think now about the international scene, uh, we might just move to the next slide. Oh, hold on. I'm doing it. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> okay. Um, as you know, we've developed this relationship with Pastor John and Mercy over in Ghana, and uh, it's been just wonderful getting to know them, and he's been very forthcoming with information and uh, and telling us about the things that he's involved in, and uh, and. Just thought I'd give you a couple of quick little things to remind you about where they are and who they are and what they do. So Pastor John and his wife, uh, pastors of a church in Ghana. On the, uh, if you look up there on the left, you can see a small country in the northwest of Africa. And it zoomed in a bit, you can see it's near a little place called Abdesi. Now, it'd be fantastic if we could get there one day, but uh, I don't know about with this COVID travel business, but uh, that's where they are. Not only do they run a church, but they founded a, a Christian school in 2016 called the Terry International Christian Academy. And so we have been supporting that school in, in their building program. And uh, a couple more photos to come of that in just a minute. This is some of the um, ministry training that Pastor John does with young um, ministers. And we did share this a couple of months ago about some of the outreach events that they run. And they uh, move into different villages, set up a, a bit of a, um, well, this looks more than just a tent sort of thing. It's quite a substantial little structure. They put it up, ran meetings in the village over a week, and then found a church in this way as, as new people come to the Lord, plant a new um, church leader to be there, a new pastor. And so not only are they... Uh, running a Christian school, which is fantastic, but they're actually actively moving into new villages and sharing the gospel and bringing new, uh, new churches together, which is a wonderful thing to be able to support and get behind. We shared these photos last time, and they had partially finished the roof. Now, they have actually finished that roof, and uh, we didn't actually contribute towards that. We were looking to, but they were able to do that themselves, which is fantastic. We focused our attention on one of the major needs they had at the school, which was to make the classrooms watertight before the winter came with the rains. And um, we had an amazing time. I'll just put this up. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic, the response that we had. We put out the call. We needed to raise $15,000 to support um, these classrooms getting built and the roof being put on. And it was just amazing, the enthusiasm. Uh, when we put that vision out, people were coming up to us uh, saying, how can I support this? You know, how can we get involved? And so that was absolutely fantastic. Just want to say thank you to everyone that gave towards that. And we very quickly raised that money in a short period of time. So that's been absolutely wonderful to see happen. Now, we did see a video of that, but I've got a couple of photos to show of some of the materials that they had to purchase, obviously paying for the labour to put the whole thing together. 
So putting the lintels up. All right. So once again, thank you for your support in that. And now I'm going to hand back to Sam, who's going to share a little bit more from what he's heard from Pastor John recently. Thanks, mate. And I want to say thank you too. Um, it, was, it was just such a heartwarming thing to know that put the call out there and, and then it happened. And I could, I could contact John and say, hey, we're putting that roof on, on those, <laughs> those classrooms. Because they had to build these classrooms to, um, for the COVID regulations that were, the government had put upon them for the kids to actually go to school. They had to make more space. Um, so they were just, just started building in faith uh, and ourselves and individuals and others have just been able to, to pour into that and to make that happen. Uh, because John doesn't get any government support from uh, the government for any of his, his schooling. It's all from partners like us uh, and other people that really contribute to uh, his vision to, to, see, to see a Christian school not only educate kids but give them an understanding of who Jesus is. And I'll, we've got a, a video now just to play, just to give you a bit of the culture, get a bit of the atmosphere about the type of school it is and, and the reason that we think it's wonderful to support it. Uh, but this, this sense of these, these kids from the village being able to not only be educated but to, to understand and know that they're loved in, in Christ. And so, thanks, Dave. If you want to put video one. If you picked up the words, we lift your name higher. They're lifting up the name of Jesus in that place. It's wonderful to see. Um, I had a phone call with, with John uh, this week, and I just asked him a few questions of what are your needs this year? What, what are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your passions about not only the school, but the ministry that we talked about, how he goes into villages and, and plants new churches? And uh, John himself is going to share some of those things in a moment, but I just thought I would articulate it as well for you. Uh, and one of those needs is we talked about that when uh, Wayne put up these uh, pictures of the young kids. Um, and can you put on the, the last picture of the, the, um, the sister and brother? Um, yeah, thanks. Um, so he, he let me know that um, the, the father of, of these kids was uh, in a tragic situation uh, and, and passed away uh, in the local village. And, and the mother had come to him and, and in desperation to say that she can't uh, afford on her own for her kids to go to school. Can, and how can, but she wants them to be educated. She loves what they're doing there at the school. And I, I asked John, well, how much does it cost to to get the kids to school. And he said $38 Australian a month is all that it costs um, for them to be educated. 
Um, and so we had the idea of, wouldn't it be great if our church could sponsor the kids to be able to continue their education? Because that's just like a, a normal sponsorship child uh, situation. And, and Joe and I talked about it. We thought it would be great if the kids themselves might be able to bring a contribution uh, in the kids' ministry. And, and each week we put towards um, raising money to sponsor uh, these kids so that they don't need to uh, no longer go to school, but they can continue in their education. So that's just one uh, area. And you might um, feel the Lord tugging on your heartstrings as you look at that picture and you hear about their situation. You might go, yeah, we want to we wanna support and sow into that ourselves. A second need is... Obviously, now that the roof is on those extra classrooms, they don't have any chairs or any desks or any whiteboards or blackboards or anything like that to go in the classrooms. So <laughs> they, they will be able to use the space and get the kids in there, but they're obviously going to be looking for uh, support to be able to buy some chairs and some desks to, to school the kids. And then just normal everyday resources, pens, pencils, and all those sorts of things. Uh, and then I uh, want to move on to his, uh, his church's passion and vision. And uh, Andrew mentioned how uh, they've got a Bible college, they're raising up new pastors, they're training them, uh, and they're seeing not only their village but neighbouring villages uh, uh, church planting, literally church planting. Do you see the pictures? They they dig holes in the dirt and put a put something in there, and put it, it stays up apparently. <laughs> um, but they but he was talking about the need to concrete the floor because they love to dance as part of their worship, and they're finding that their worship services are getting quite messy because they're dancing on the dirt and the dirt's just going everywhere. So there's obviously uh, needs to concrete the floor and, and other things like that. Um, but what they're looking at doing this year, and I'm really excited about this, is that they've planted three churches in their neighbouring villages. They wanted to go to the, the villages outside of those churches and actually do a bit like a Billy Graham crusade, where they, they would go and publicly preach the word of God and believe that new people are going to come to faith. And they're in those neighbouring villages to, to then uh, get those to the churches that they've just planted. So he's got a bit of a vision this year to, to get a PA and a generator and go out into the, the villages and to preach the word of God and to trust that he's got, they're going to be winning souls for Christ. And then to, as part of the follow-up and discipleship, get them back to those local churches that they've built and now got a roof on and hopefully get some concrete floor. Uh, so that's so. Rather than doing more church planting, he's really wanting to really uh, grow uh, the fellowship and and those who know Jesus uh, by going and, and doing these. He calls them crusades as well. Um, so that's that's his hopes for this year. Um, and I'm just going to hand over to John now, and he's going to also share some of those things that I've just said. But he's going to do that himself. So video three this time, Dave. Thank you. Greetings, Hill Family um, Center. I am so excited uh, to come your way uh, this Mission Sunday. I am Pastor John. I'm speaking to you from my office here in Ghana. I want to first of all thank Pastor Sam and his family and all the leadership in the church 
for your support for our six classroom blog roofing. May God bless you. We also want you to know this year we are embarking on rural evangelism. We are moving from a village to village to win souls for God and for the kingdom. And we want to partner with you. We need PA system, um, a generator, and the equipment that will enable us to go out there to win souls. And we've worked on the budget and this PA system and equipment is about $6,800. And we trust in that you'll be able to partner us to win souls this year. We also want to transport the people when we win them to a place, a central place of fellowship. And therefore, we will also need a vine to be able to transport them. This year, we are trusting the Lord that when we finish the roofing, we will be able to stock the classroom with chairs and tables. And therefore, we also ask for your partnership to be able to put chairs and tables in the classroom. This year, we are also trusting that we will have some scholarship for the needy students in our Christian school. Many are unable to pay school fees and therefore they drop out of school. It is about $38 a month for a student and also about $456 per the whole year. So if you want to sponsor a child, that will go a long way to bless them. We want to thank you and we wish you a very great Mission Sunday. God bless you. Love you. Bye-bye. Always great to hear from John. Um, I'd really love to meet him in person one day and, and just catch the heart of what he's doing in Ghana. So in the coming weeks, um, Sam and the leadership team and myself will be just, I guess, coming up with a bit more of a formal budget plan, putting some of these things down on paper so we can kind of get a feel for what we're trying to raise money for. But I just want you to know in the meantime that when we give in our mission offerings or online to the missions account, that these are the sort of things that the money will be going towards. So it's not just kind of disappearing into an abyss. It's actually going to be a real blessing to John and the ministries that he's involved in. And we will update you with some information about exactly how that's going to break down for the coming year in future weeks. So just to wrap up, I want to encourage you as well on the local mission side, if you've got any ideas, feel free to talk to Sam or myself. And, uh, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, I haven't had anyone come up to me yet, but I understand as well that with COVID, it's been a bit of a hard time to try and organise any kind of events or anything like that. But also just keeping an eye out for people in isolation, um, people that we can bless, people we can help. Um, just come and have a chat with us if you've got any ideas. And we would love to um, be able to bring some of those dreams to fruition through the money that is set aside for local mission. So thank you very much, and um, yeah, I'll just hand back to Sam to finish off. Thanks, Andrew. Um, might invite Kathy up. <clears throat> I just want to pray for us as a church and pray uh, the Lord's blessing on um, our giving, but also how we influence the world around us. So would you like to stand up? Yeah, can we just yeah, really just lean into the Lord right now? Thank you, Jesus.
Lord, we thank you for the way that you've just lavished your love on us. Lord, that there was no expense spared when you laid down your life for us. And Lord, as we follow you and as we, as a church community, want to reach out, we want to share the love of Jesus with, with those around us. Lord, we just pray that you just work in our hearts, that you speak uh, to our hearts. Just reminded then of those names that we prayed for three weeks ago. Lord, would you bring those to mind? And if uh, we weren't at that service, perhaps the Lord's right now just bringing to mind a person or a situation, family perhaps, that's just coming into your mind now. And you'd be asking the Lord, how might I partner with you to reach out, to share your love, for me to be involved in mission? That mission, Lord, isn't just about sending money overseas it's about going out ourselves to be being moved in our hearts to get through the barriers and to bring people to to Christ so right now Lord we just want to pray for our church we want to pray for Pastor John just ask that you'd bless him we ask that you'd bless that ministry that he has and that heart's desire to to go into that, that part of Ghana to see new people come to faith and to disciple them by bringing them into a church community. Lord, would you just bless that? Lord, would you uh, make that vision real and we would see fruit of that? And Lord, as we uh, are encouraged and see the roof put on that school, we just pray for an atmosphere of your spirit to be uh, in those children's education, that they wouldn't just know their times, tables and spelling, but they'd know you, Jesus, as their Lord and Saviour. That through that school and through the teachers and through the ministry there, that they themselves would be raised up to be like John and, and to want to partner with you into going into their, their world and seeing people's faith raised up, seeing new life um, brought in you, the transformation of the new creation message uh, happening in the world around them. And so, Lord, I just pray for, for us as we go out today that this, this morning, as, as we've heard things, as things have been presented, that you would just continue to bring to mind those things and that we would be asking the question, Lord, how would you use me? Lord, how would you use my finances? How would you use my time? How would you use my skills to partner with you so that we as a church might be involved in mission, that we might be involved in going out and declaring the good news of Jesus and that we'd see new people come to faith and join, be united in your Son to have fellowship with fellow believers that no matter what this world would throw, that we wouldn't be shaken. So we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to sing a song now and the bridge of this song is based on that story that Jesus talked about, the wise and foolish builders. Now we can build our life on the shifting sand, on the comings and goings, or we can build our lives on Him, the one who is firm, that when stuff comes and 
gets thrown at us. The wind and the waves come and crash in our world and in our lives. We don't need to be shaken. But we've built our life on Him. And as part of that is going out and sharing that love with those around us. So let's just continue to have a, a heart of prayer, a heart of looking to the Lord this morning as we sing. We just pray that He'd just continue to speak to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Good song. Um, Sam and Andrew, thanks for um, sharing with us your heart um, for mission. I'm sure that's our heart as well. Thanks for reminding us that missions, it's its a personal thing. It's what we do in our everyday interactions with, with people that we meet, just sharing the love of Christ. But uh, we as, as individuals and as a church can show that to our community, but also so into... Uh, international ventures uh, into people like John that have actually got a, a passion to share the Lord with others, got clear vision and a plan. We can uh, invest into that ministry and actually see that uh, personal and real needs are met, but people actually come to know the Lord as a result of that as well. So isn't that fantastic that we can be a part of that internationally as well as locally as well. So yeah, th thanks again. Um, Sam and Andrew, but that um, brings our service to a conclusion, but still an opportunity to stick back for a while and catch up um, for a chat and a coffee uh, with someone. Uh, our prayer team is always uh, in the prayer room waiting and willing and, and really wanting to pray for people. So uh, if you would like someone to sit or stand with you and just uh, bring a need or a praise point before the Lord, just encourage you to uh, connect with them in the prayer room. Um, for those who've joined us online, I hope you've really felt a part of this, captured um, the Lord's heart, our heart as a church for, for mission 
if you're wanting uh, a point of contact, there's a link to click on and there's a means uh, also to be able to ring uh, and make a need known. Uh, we as a family do want to uh, understand where you're at. We want to, to help uh, meet a need to, to pray or to deal with an issue uh, and support you uh, in a tangible way as well. So please... Um, take um, that opportunity up if, if that's a need and you're uh, meeting with us online. So yeah, thanks for being part of the service this morning. Trust you uh, have experienced the Lord in this place and just, um, yeah, my prayer is that you'll just uh, know the Lord, um, you'll experience his faithfulness in the week ahead and just look forward to catching up with you all next week. Thank you.